Welcome to the French Girl Podcast, where dreamers come to create their luxe life. Each week, your host, Emmanuel, a success and mindset coach, will help you transform your je ne sais quoi into that champagne lifestyle you've been dreaming of. Through her passion for the subconscious mind, high-end manifestations, and celebrations, she supports women in magnetizing and monetizing their desired lifestyle. She shares her story, battles, and successes to give women like you permission to dream bigger than big and go all in. Freedom, abundance, and that it gets to be this and that philosophy are all part of her mindset and success party. So go ahead, pop the bubbly, and get ready to be transformed because a new episode starts now. Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of the French Girl Podcast. Again, I'm so happy that you're here spending this time with me, feeling very, very honored. And today I have an actual super fun episode prepped for you. I actually sat down with my mentor, my biz uh, mentor, uh, Rachel. You guys may know her as a Freedom Rage. She's an amazing Uh, spiritual business uh, and mindset coach. I've been working with her for the past, I'm going to say four months. I'm not quite sure, four or five months, but I've been obsessed with her energy, with everything that she's about for like, I don't know, I'd say since last summer. And it's actually funny because she didn't know how I discovered her. And I like, I share this with her in the recording. You guys are going to hear all about it, but she didn't even know. And that's how crazy the ripple effect can be like you never know when you're going to impact someone by saying something by doing something by showing up by sharing a story by just like by being yourself like your true authentic self and yeah like I actually told her I shared with her how I discovered her which is such a funny story and in looking back I feel like we were actually meant to like connect and work together. And even crazier than this, I remember when in the fall, I decided to, because when I met Rachel, I was actually enrolled in another business bootcamp with another coach, which I adore. And they, both of those, like those coaches are friends. So it just, it's so funny that like I resonate with their vibe. Um, And so when I was still in the boot camp, I had actually decided that like, you know what, my next coach is going to be this girl, Rachel. I'm loving her. Like I love everything that she's about her energy. I feel like I'm going to learn so, so much. My business is going to like hit the next level by me working with her. And so when the time came, I would say like late fall when I decided that, yes, like I'm actually going to make the investment because she she ain't cheap. Um, (laughs) all worth it though. But like, I, I had to like manifest the money. And so I was having conversations with my biz besties. I'm like, okay guys, like I, I know I want to work with her. Like they've known like for months that I wanted to work with her. Like we're just like, this was like an ongoing conversation and I was manifesting the money to work with her because I had just launched my business literally like weeks before deciding to work with her. And so I was like, guys, I need to manifest the money. And I, I'm a firm believer in journaling and setting intentions, gratitude walks and all of that. So I wrote it down. I'm like, I'm manifesting this amount of money and I'm going to spend it this way. 
So I, it took me, I think, I, need, I would need to go back into my journals, but I believe it took me something like three days to manifest the five-figure investment of me working with her. And so we hopped on one-on-one -on -one and I was like, Rach, guess what? Got the money, working with you, sending this your way, send me the contract, I am ready. And it's been the best experience so far, I'm loving, loving working with her. My business has changed so much. Uh, me, myself, like as a person, as a human uh, being, my energy, my vibe, my the way I choose to set intentions daily has transformed. And something that we tap into the episode is her telling telling everyone, I mean, she told me many times how it just gets to be easy when you decide that everything gets to be easy. And we're talking about like manifesting. We're talking about like, um, attracting new clients. Um, just everything in life gets to be easy when you decide that it is. And funny thing is she's so right. Every single time that we've had conversations, um, I've had like major breakthroughs. I've had clients just like dream clients sliding into my dms wanting to work with me out of nowhere and me not knowing how the heck they found me they found me regardless like she she taught me how to like let go of um not the outcome but let go of like the hows and the whys and the when and just like step into that state of mind where i am just fully embodying who I'm meant to be, shining my light and not caring about the details and just like trusting the flow, trusting the universe, trusting the journey. And she's right. Like these ladies, these fab new clients of mine, like just slid into my DMs. They found me. They, they, they chose that. I, they decided that I was going to be their next coach. They, they loved my vibe, my energy, my magnetism. And so now I just... I magnet, I monetize even more from this, from me stepping into my best self, from me making this investment with her. And so I loved recording this episode with her. It was so funny because I was having an aha moment. I was like, oh my gosh, like months ago, I would have like, I, I was dreaming of having this conversation with her and she didn't even, even know I was existent, you know? And then she became my coach and now we have like this, this relationship. And so I was having this, oh my gosh, like I cannot believe how far I've come in such short amount of time. Me sitting down, recording an episode with my mentor. Um, and then I was already like vibing so high, but then there was like construction going on on the roof of my house. And I was like, damn, like, I don't want to like cancel this because of the constructions. I'm actually going to like figure a way. So I brought all of my equipment in my closet and I was like, this is so funny because I know that people that I've listened to their podcast for years now, we're talking about like Lauren Everts from the, well, I think now she runs under Lauren Bostick, but I'm not quite sure. Anyways, the Skinny Confidential, guys, if you don't know who the, the Skinny Confidential is, it's, it's like this like amazing next level I mean, it's not even a blog anymore. It's like a platform. It's a whole, whole empire on itself. But like she started her podcast a few years ago, sitting in her closet. I'm talking about like Mimi Bouchard, who again, I'm obsessed with you guys. I'm going to talk about Mimi Bouchard quite often on this podcast. She's this mind. Well, yeah, I would say she's mindset, like mindset, body, manifestation, 
guru. I love, love, love her. She created the Mimi method, which I'm obsessed with. I use it pretty much every single day. I tap into meditations with her, workouts, Pilates, just uh, journaling even. Um, I just love her, her entire platform, her method. But she also was recording episodes from her closet. So I, that was me yesterday morning knowing I was going to record a, a podcast episode with my mentor, hiding in my closet because of constructions and having like this oh my gosh moment, you know, like just seeing like that whole evolution, the like the complete, just seeing the big picture of how fast when you decide you're going to go all in in your dreams, how fast they can actually manifest. So I loved picking my, my mentor's brain, Rachel's brain in like conversations that we never actually even had yet, you know, because when we sit down, we make like we mostly talk about me, which I love. I love having that one-on-one connection with a coach, but I wanted to like spend time asking her questions, like knowing even more about her. And so we tapped into vibes, energy, spirituality. I mean, this is like it's a taboo subject, I feel like I I like, you know, talking about money, spirituality, religion, um beliefs actually and like at, at some point people are afraid of talking about their beliefs so I just enjoyed having that conversation with her and like such an open conversation too about her spirituality journey and how she got there and really like I yeah I'm I actually I'm gonna re-listen to this episode because I feel like yeah like I was in the moment having the conversation with her but I need to like re-listen to really let all of the goodness that she shares like sink in so guys, and I'm going to like let her shine, let her do the magic. You guys become obsessed with her and I will connect with you next week. Love you. Sending you so much love. Hey babe, welcome to the first, well actually not the first episode, but like you are my first guest on the Fresh Girl podcast and I'm so happy you're here with me. I... I feel very honored, actually, that you accepted to be my first guest. So I'm going to introduce you, Rachel, my fabulous spiritual business mindset coach. <laughs> I'm Thank obsessed. you. <laughs> you are. Let everyone know where you are now because it's dreamy. <laughs> Well, thank you. First of all, I want to say I'm honored that you asked me to be your first guest. I'm very excited for this. And what an intro. Um, I'm currently in Tulum, Mexico. It is super fabulous. <laughs> it's sunny. It's like blue skies. It's everything my soul needed. So yeah, I'm here right now for a little bit. Uh, it feels good to like, even like follow on your stories, just like seeing the sun, the beach, a different scenery, like the jungle, like we are, I am traveling through you. Like, I feel like part of my soul is with you in Mexico right now. That makes me happy. I mean, yeah, I feel like I have lived through so many people's stories over the past few months, seeing them traveling. I'm like, my heart, like it literally brought me joy. It's like, remember that time when you could be at the beach and in the sunshine? Like, what is that like? And so now I get to pay that forward. So I'm happy that you're like loving it and not blocking me or unfollowing me as I'm sure some people might be doing right now. <laughs> That's on them. I'm all for like the freedom. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Totally. So let's warm up the convo. I was 
I intended to ask if you were a coffee or champagne person. I know you're actually a matcha person. So I'm going to scrap that question altogether and ask you, what is your go-to champagne? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, I mean, I'm not a huge champagne drinker, but when I do, there's an amazing local brand called Hinterland, which I think is freaking fabulous. You can get it at like select liquor stores in Ontario. And if I'm like celebrating and I'm like, you know, birthdays or like girls nights or whatever, something like Vuv or Moe would be like, you know, a nice celebratory. But if I'm like, I don't know, if I'm making like an Aperol spritz, yeah. I, I like to use the hinterland. I think that's like, yeah, my go-to. Have you heard of it? It's from Prince Edward County. It's delish. I haven't heard of it. And obviously, <laughs> obviously I'm going to like drive when I can. Yeah, gonna have to bring you a bottle. You know. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to, I'll have to bring you a bottle when we hang out. <gasps> Absolutely. Yay. Okay. All-time favorite book. Ooh. One that I come back to again and again is The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I've read that like three times now in like the past, honestly, like year, mm -hmm. year or two. Um, and I love The Four Agreements. I think that book is so simple and just so foundational. Okay. I've read The Big Leap. I haven't read the second one. I'm definitely going to check it out. Do you listen or do you read the books? I'm a reader. I'm like old school. I like having a physical book in my hand and I've had an e-reader. I just find like, I like to flip back. I like sometimes highlighting and like underlining. So that's like my style. Call me old school, but yeah, I'm a big like physical book kind of gal. I like that. Okay. So I know you're all about the vibes. If you are a city and I know you travel a lot, but if you were a city, which city would, would you be? I know you, when, when you sent me this question before, I was like, oh my God, I don't even know what I would answer. I mean, you could be like naturally I'm like LA through and through like, that's like, I love the hiking. I love being by the water. I love the like healthy lifestyle of the sunshine, all that. That would probably be my, like, if I was to like situate myself, like somewhere like LA or like SoCal, like Southern California, that would be my kind of vibe. I like that. I, I actually thought you'd be like somewhere in Indonesia or in the jungle with monkeys, you know? <laughs> I like, I think if I was to like situate, I think somewhere like Bali and, you know, being here in Tulum, like these are like my, like, I love coming here for like my soul, but like a full-time move here I don't I could see myself coming back here like several times a year kind of thing or you know once a year Bali or here in Tulum but like if I could pick a place to like fully situate myself it would be it would be somewhere like LA okay love yeah. that yeah what is your go-to quote or affirmation mantra piece of advice like what's like what's that go-to thing words that you resonate with hmm I mean, something I always say, and I say it to my clients all the time, everybody knows me for saying this, is it gets to be fun and easy. I think we make things a lot harder on ourselves. I think we forget to have fun along the way and celebrate and truly enjoy ourselves. And it's a reminder for myself that I have to repeat um, time and again, because we can get really like caught up in our head and in the, 
you know, day to day. So I love that because it just brings it back to simple. It gets to be easy. Why are we overcomplicating? It gets to be fun. Why are we making it dull and, and drab? So yeah, it gets to be fun and easy. I love that you're saying that because it just like shows that it's a different perspective, basically. Mm, yeah. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that like, we're going to tap into it, but like, I know you're really big with like the subconscious programming and all that. So I think it's like all about the perceptive, the perceptive perception, whatever. Um, I just find it very interesting that you're saying that. And yes, I've heard you say that many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> when it gets hard, it's and like, yeah. it gets funny easy. Remember this. You're like, oh yeah, it does. <laughs> Absolutely. You're so, so right. Okay. And last question, share something that's making you feel extra luxe these days. I mean, so many things right now. I would say currently I'm moving to another um, unit tomorrow, another place tomorrow, but this present place I'm staying in um, has this like super luxe private rooftop. Like it's not a massive pool, but it's a little dip pool. Um, it's so, I don't know. It's just so vibey. Even like this whole condo complex, it's like a boutique building. It's just so vibey and I'm just, so happy to be here. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's making me feel really luxe and just choosing every day to do things that are going to make me feel good and, you know, trusting what's coming up and being able to act on that. It's something I haven't been able to do in a little bit of time. So yeah, it's like just immersing myself to me. Luxe is more just like the vibe, not necessarily like purchasing the luxury goods. It's just you know, I feel luxe by staying in a really nice Airbnb, having, you know, my own private rooftop, being able to take myself out for vibey dinners, which I'm going to do tonight. So yeah, that's- I love that. I completely agree with what you're just saying is that, yeah, luxe is a mindset. It's a way of thinking. It's a way of experiencing the day-to-day. It's, yeah, it's, I completely agree with what you're saying. Okay. So babe, I, I'm obsessed with you. Like, and I don't even think, you know, I don't think I've ever shared this with you. Okay. So last summer I was in the boot camp, and I, I was not in the market to find a new coach because I already had a coach. And I, I think, yeah, actually I discovered you like quote unquote discovered you because I think you were on Kelly's podcast or Kelly was on your podcast and Kelly was my, my, my coach at the time. And so that's how I like discovered you and then like creeped your Insta. And I was like, okay, this vibe is fun. And then I I, like, this is where I'm getting confused with like days, but it doesn't really matter. Um, At one point I was listening to your podcast and I reached out to you. I had like this download. I remember I was walking outside and I just like sent you a voice note. I'm like, Hey babe, um, I don't think we've formally met or introduced ourselves, but like, I was just like listening to your podcast and I had this subject that I think you should tap into. And then you replied to me, you're like, well, why don't we do a live? Like, why don't you join me on a live on Instagram tomorrow morning? I was like, okay, like, let's do this. <laughs> and that was like the first time we actually like connected yeah. oh and it just like built everything from there. And so months after that, like, I obviously like hired you as my coach. Like I just knew from like last summer that I was just gonna like, like have to work with you. And I found a way to work with you. And it's just been like such a great experience. Now I want you to let the, like the listeners know what exactly you do, because it's, 
it's so different from everything else that I see out there. Like you're such a different type of coach. Your approach is different. And just like the way that you like, yeah, your mindset, your, your the whole vibe behind you running a business is totally different. So let everyone know what it is that you do. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I love that our official meeting was so like serendipitous and just like divine. And um, I'm so grateful that, yeah, we had this privilege of like working together and being on your, on your, you know, freedom journey. So what is it that I do? I mean, I love that you said that I take such a different approach because I, I do think I'm similar to you know, coaches out there, but I know I'm very different from the quote unquote traditional conventional way of business coaching. And I do take, I mean, I, I believe in like taking an unconventional approach to living an unconventional life. You know, I, I I don't believe in cookie cutter. I don't believe in, um, I mean, if I want a cookie cutter, I'd still be working corporate (laughs) and I didn't want to do that. So I take, a spiritual yet scientific approach to my business coaching and the spiritual side is through the energy and the rituals and the, you know, yeah, the, like the vibe of like who I am and how I show up. The scientific is the mindset. You know, I work with the subconscious mind. I've studied NLP, which I know you have as well. And I've learned how to reprogram my mind. I mean, I think about where I was even a couple years ago and when I discovered NLP and, you know, the deep subconscious mindset work that I now do, it changed the game for me. And when it changed the game for me, I knew that I had to weave this into my business. I knew that I had to change the game for others. I knew that the only thing that was holding us back was our mind. And I take a different approach to business coaching in the sense that mindset and energy are at the forefront of how I teach, how I coach, how I guide. I believe that when your mindset and your energy are aligned and primed with success and abundance, the strategy comes second because when you're feeling confident you're having, you know, clear visions and and the downloads and the messaging and all of that, when that's all clear and you're feeling really confident you've got this like, charisma, this magnetism about you, which again, peeling back the layers of your mindset, the programming, the conditioning that's told you that you're not good enough, that you're not this, that you're not that. When we peel that all back, you become magnetic. And when you become magnetic, your vibe changes, your energy changes. So I do a lot of like mindset and energy priming Mm -hmm. and then allow the strategies, the systems, all of that to kind of fall into place according to what you feel is best. I don't love the plug and play play approach. I don't love the copy and paste cookie cutter approach because everybody is so unique. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's purpose is different. And so it's really about you trusting yourself, you learning to listen to what ultimately feels the best for you when you become wholly and authentically yourself. How do we become wholly and authentically yourself? Like I said, through the mindset and energy work. How do we figure out what systems and strategies are going to be best for us? that comes to you. And of course I support you. I guide you. I mean, I've got tons of systems and strategies that I can support you in working on. That's, that's my background in digital marketing. So I, I know how to intuitively work with my clients based on who they become when they start to peel back these layers, if that makes sense. So the strategies, the systems, they're simple. 
I hate complexity. I hate overcomplication. I hate heavy, icky systems. Like that's just so not aligned with me at all. And so I attract women like yourself who also want simplicity, who also want, you know, effortless flow. Yeah. Like there is organization within it, but it's just, it's about finding what aligns with you best. And when you find what aligns with you best, you naturally start to succeed. You naturally do because you're doing what you want to do rather than doing what you think you should do based on what um, someone else has told you or what someone else has done. So that's the freedom style of coaching is, is there is a lot of freedom in how you get to run your business based on learning to trust yourself and learning, you know, what it is that you truly want. Because sometimes we also get kind of clouded with thinking we want something again, based on what others have or do. Yeah. So yeah, it's a, it is a journey really of like unveiling and, and getting to know yourself better so that you can express that through your business. I love that. Like that's exactly why (laughs) I chose to work with you. (laughs) And like I said, like a bit before I was like, I, I like when I'm obsessed with someone and I, I don't want to say the word obsessed, like I'm not like a creep or anything, but like, I love, <laughs> I love like your energy. Like I've, I've listened to your podcast. I've like read pretty much every post that you've written on Insta. Like I, I just like dive into your, your magnetism. Like that's your energy and all that. But I, I am sure that it maybe not now as much, but like it, at one point it was like a work in progress. Like you you work on the daily to make your vibes like that much, that much more attractive and magnetizing. So like guide me through, cause you know, I'm like a big morning routine person. I know you have a morning routine as well, but like, what does it look like? Like, where do you, where does your vibe start? Like when you get, when you wake up, are you like cranky? Are you like naturally high vibe? Like take me through that segment of your day. Okay. My morning routine is honestly not as structured as you would think. And I feel like when people ask me this, like they expect it to be like this crazy, like I'm very much the kind of person that I pay attention to and listen to like what I need on a given day. Like what, what's feeling like, what do you feel my soul needs on that day? Yeah. Like for example, this morning, I didn't feel like meditating. So I didn't, I didn't meditate. I, I journaled. Um, I went into like my Akashic records, which I do every once in a while. Um, I did, did I do a tapping? I did a tapping video um, with tap with Brad our our guy, our dude. Um, I love him. Oh my God. And then, you know, and I decided because I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to the beach later and I'm like, you know what, I'm going to bring my journal to the beach and I'm going to have, you know, kind of like a meditative, like I'm going to meditate in a different way today. And so this morning I, I was feeling kind of tired. I actually didn't sleep so great last night. I don't know. Or maybe I did. I don't know. I just like woke up and I couldn't go back to sleep. So like, I just honored like my body just, I couldn't, I knew I wasn't going to be able to get into like a good meditative state. Anyways, I'm kind of going on a tangent here. So every day I kind of feel into it. Some days I'll meditate pretty much every day. I'm journaling of some sort tapping when I feel like it. And, you know, on occasion I'm going into like different goddess rituals and different um, Kundalini Kriya rituals. So I really like tune into what I need on those given days. And if 
a ritual on that day just isn't like working for me. I'm too in my head or whatever. I'll do something like go for a walk, you know, get a workout in, you know, get my, get myself busy moving, like flushing out that stagnant energy. Um, but like you said, like I'm, because I'm so attuned to my energy. Yeah. Like there are some mornings that I wake up and I'm just not having it. Maybe I've been in my head too much. Maybe I'm like feeling a little stressed and anxious. I'm human. That happens. You know, and then the other days I'm just like, holy shit, it's going to be an amazing day. And I'm like in the zone and I'm like flowing and I'm like, I'm in it. And so because I'm so attuned to whether my energy is on the higher end or on the medium to lower end, mm-hmm. I'll kind of craft my, my morning ritual based on that. Some days I honestly need to give myself almost a couple hours just to like ease into my day because I've got some funkiness going around. And then other times it's like easy breezy. Like I can just get into the state in like 20 minutes, you know? So, and I think maybe that's, that's part of like my growth and evolution. And it's like, I don't put the pressure on myself to have to have a daily ritual. That's like an hour long. I don't put pressure on myself that it has to, to be consistent every single day. I just know that I enjoy doing at least one thing every day. And if that is maybe just a five minute tapping video or my own tapping sequence, and that's all I'll do. I'm okay with that. I, I used to put a lot of pressure on like, it has to be this, 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 this every day. And it, and it didn't feel good. That didn't feel good to me after a while. I felt forced. Just like going to the gym, like I'm very like attuned to like, what style of workout am I feeling for this day? What do I, do I want to flow or do I want more of a hit? Like I just listen and that that's what works best for me. Um, so yeah, it's a little all over, but I think that's my feminine energy of like, just trust what you need and what your intuition is telling you to, to go with. I love that. Like everything that you just said is exactly how I curate my morning routines. And something that you said that really like resonates with me is the fact that you are basically committing to honor yourself every single day in some shape or form. Mm. I, I just love the, the fact that you like, you really tap into the word um, honored, like you mm. honor yourself. And I, I'm like the same, like my morning routine is for some for some people, it will be all over the place. To me, it just makes sense. Like I, I listen to what I need. And like you said, like I don't meditate every single day. I don't journal every single day. I don't work out every single day. I do something though every single day to take the time for myself and then like build the rest of my day from that foundation and like really deciding on your vibes. And you said something about the spectrum and it's funny because I was actually, I did an IGTV earlier this morning about that. And I tapped into that, like making that decision every single day to really take the time to, to evaluate where your vibes are at. Like, where's your energy this morning? What can you do to elevate it? Where does it need some little TLC or whatever, you know, like, so I, I just love everything that you just said. Like I'm, I'm obsessed with morning routines, but like, I really connect with the way that you're doing yours. Cause it's exactly how I do mine. Um, and I'm sure like, and this is something that I've realized in my own journey. I mean, I've been, I've, I've been on track with the morning routine for like many years now, but ever since I launched my business, I mean, having a child was like the reason why I started doing my morning routine. I needed that me time, but now launching a business is like having another child, but like it, 
it's that moment that I can disconnect because your brain is constantly going. It's like, oh, I could do this. I have to do this. Oh my gosh, I forgot to, to do this. Or like, I should create this thing. And like, your mind is constantly going and flowing and inspired or whatever. So I'm sure that your morning routine has helped your business in mm. some ways. Can you like, am I going yeah. somewhere with this? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. I get what you're totally saying. Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, my business is an extension of me. So if I've got weird, funky energy going into my day, or I'm just like, yeah, if I'm not, if I'm not, I'm going to be less inclined to show up when I'm not feeling so great. You know, if I'm like in my head too much, even if I do show up energetically, I'm not there. And so I know that for me to show up as I desire in my business and for me to, yeah, like create greater success and abundance and, you know, use my magnetism because we all have this magnetism to use my magnetism to attract the right women into my world. Um, it comes down to, yeah, my mindset and my energy. Like I, like I support my clients on, you know, like I've got to actively prime myself. And if I'm going through a, a phase where things are feeling a little funky, for whatever reason, like I've got to explore that. I've got to navigate that. I've got to dig into that. Um, and I love doing that because we are always presented with opportunities to learn and there's always lessons. And so I know that whatever I'm going through, there's always a lesson on the other side of that. And that's a lesson that I can then share with my audience. And so I honor like my healing journey, whether that's shadow work, inner child, beliefs that I need to release and let go of and reprogram um or just yeah like changing my energetic state like that is a priority for me I honestly spend like a big part of my days getting into the right mind the right vibe so that I can then be better in my business for my clients for my audience for my community like it 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 really does have this like ripple effect Oh, absolutely. I always say this to my own clients. It's like, your job is not to like, your business is not your job. Your job is to like protect your energy and show up with the bestest energy. That's your main job. The rest is just like a bonus, a side hustle. Like you are you, you need to like focus on that first. So I love that you're saying that. And now like, I want to like dive into your past a bit more because this is some like a part of you that I don't really know much about is, and I'm super curious and interested in is like where did your own spirituality because we're talking about vibes and energy and earlier mm-hmm. you you said that that's like your you consider that your spirituality mm-hmm. so where and how did your spiritual spirituality evolve like how where did your journey start hmm I honestly think it's very ingrained in my lineage. My mom's side of the family is native, Aboriginal. So we're naturally very spiritual and very connected. I think over time, I dimmed that side of me. I think I didn't understand it for a really long time. I think, um, yeah, I wanted to fit in more. That's come up a lot in like healing sessions I've had that I, you know, favored fitting in over being a little woo and quirky. Um, I remember the very, very first time that I was drawn to 
the esoteric world was in like the sixth grade. And my best friend and I decided to become Wiccan for like a summer, I want to say. It was like a short period of time. She had an exchange student um, living with her from France who was Wiccan and like taught her all about, you know, witchcraft and witchery. And I was like very drawn to it. I was very into it, like super into it. (laughs) And then high school happens again, want to be the cool kid, want to hang out with like all the boys, whatever. And I was reintroduced to like spirituality again by my mom when the book, The Secret came out. And I was probably in like first or second year university. I remember reading it in the summer. And again, like was like, whoa, cool. Like you can just like think about something and it manifests. Again, life happened, kind of like moved away from it. But as I got a little bit older, spirituality kept coming into my life. And for a while it was through my mom. Um, who, you know, it's a big Oprah fan was a big, like, she was into like the woo, the spiritual, she's very connected. Yeah. And so I remember like, I was working corporate and we went to see like Deepak Chopra and Tony Robbins and Oprah Winfrey together. And, you know, again, I like loved it. I was starting to get more and more into personal development. I've been a big bookworm for a big part of my life. And I remember there was a moment where I stopped reading fiction and I started reading more nonfiction. And just over time, over the years, like journaling became a part of my life and then meditation. And, you know, eventually I got like really deep into it, but I started journaling at a time when like my life just wasn't good. Like I started journaling, I started meditating when my life wasn't good. I started meeting these like teachers in my life who became very pivotal. Like I literally know that they were like angels on earth or there was some divine, something divine happening that brought these people into my life at different phases who some of them are still in my life to this day that showed me the way to spirituality that every time someone like that came into my life, every time, you know, I went to something like a Tony Robbins event or, a you know, read a personal development, like self-help book, like there was something in my soul that was like getting louder and louder and louder. And eventually it got to a point where I'm like, Oh, I started owning it. I stopped like hiding in the spiritual closet, if you will. And I just like allowed it to be fully expressed through me because that is me at my essence, you know, the, the rage that was like the party girl and like the quote unquote cool girl and the whatever. I don't even know if I was cool, but you know, like wanted to be cool, wanted to fit. But like, whatever, like all of those iterations of me were just like me putting on a mask and, and, you know, trying to like hide who I really truly was because I never felt like I fit in. And so I tried even harder to fit in. So over time, like that was something I've been peeling back and, you know, it's really fucking cool that now I, you know, like, this is, how do I want to say it? It's cool that my business is based around my spirituality, a big part of my spirituality. So hiding it for so long was really doing me a disservice. And now it's like, yeah, it's just me now. People know me as a spiritual one. People know me as, you know, who I am. And of course not everybody understands it or, or abides to the same, you know, principles I do, but yeah, it's really been quite a journey of me becoming me again, I think. Yeah. Embracing yourself, embracing exactly like what your soul craved, needed, and was inspired by. And I love that you're like, 
not not afraid to like talk about it because and and this is like why I find this so interesting and I really wanted to have this convo with you is that for the longest time I associated spirituality with some sort of like religious um component Hmm. and I find it so interesting that your version or your definition of a spirituality does not necessarily have to 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 become like to mean to have the the religious component it can or it cannot be like it's just like basically spirituality is about your soul and whatever your soul needs like that's what I'm understanding for what you're saying yeah I think spirituality for me is it's like for anyone not just for me it's like you're coming back home to you you're you're in a in an intimate relationship with yourself and yeah I mean and even if you do I mean subscribe to like a religion you know a god or goddess or you know some higher power like it's more or less the same I remember I was raised very catholic and I remember like I just did not vibe with catholicism like I went to a catholic elementary school catholic high school but I was just like fuck, I do not, like, this is not, I hated going to church, I resented it after, like, you know, being forced to go every Sunday for years and years and years, and I remember at one point, my mom said to me, she said, you know what, she's like, I don't care if you don't go to church anymore, I don't care, you know what, I don't care, but she's like, I want you to believe in something, I want there to be something that you believe in, doesn't have to be a God, like, I just want you to have a belief in something higher, Bigger, something yeah. bigger than yourself and at that time I was like okay whatever cool don't have to go to church anymore I was probably like 16 years old I was like or 15 I don't know and I was like sweet no more church but then that statement alone stuck with me for a very long time and it finally really sunk in when I decided that you're right like I believe in the universe I believe in source I believe in you know a god-like energy or power maybe not the God that I was raised believing in uh, or, or yeah, raised to learning about all that um, through Catholicism. But, you know, I do through, you know, the Kundalini practice I have, like we do, there is a God, a G-O-D, the generator, organizer, destroyer, you know, there is like a God in my life. I will like pray to a God, but it's not the God that, we find in a particular religion. It's just to me, a, a source, a higher power. Um, and that's what feels good to me. And I love that my mom said that, you know, I don't care what you believe in. You just, I want you to believe in something. And I think that became kind of my, my, my gave me permission to, to navigate what that would be and what that would look like um, without feeling like, you know, sh- ashamed or, or being guilted into like, you have to believe this way. It's like this way. Mm-hmm. Way. So, you know, I really respect that she gave me that opportunity, but also like empowered me to believe in something rather than just nothing at all. Yeah. I love that for you. Like so, so much, uh, a lot of, a lot of you just said like hits home with me. Like I remember also being forced to go to church and resenting it and but my relationship is like completely different like with my my mom is a big believer and so she wanted me to be like 
mm. through like someone with faith. And I do have faith. I just have, I'm, I don't have the exact same faith as she has. And so we always have like very interesting conversations about it. But I, I think I, I love the fact that you had like permission to choose what you resonated with instead of like faking a relationship with God, you know, like I love forced or, mm-hmm. or, or yeah, like, yeah, I think it's like feeling forced or pressure. Like, Oh, I have to, like, this is so, yeah. She empowered me to believe in something and to explore what that, what felt right for me, but also not having to subscribe to, yeah, the religion that I, was born into kind of thing. And like, here's something that just came up to me is that is she like, do you guys have a very open relationship, I guess, towards your own separate spirituality journeys? Like interest yours except hers? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because my mom converted to Catholicism when she married my dad and my dad was raised very Catholic. And it's funny because he like, he definitely, my mom, it was interesting because my mom was like the stricter one when I came to like church every Sunday, like she was very adamant that like, and, and I think it's because she was raised atheist essentially. And she was like, she wanted something organized. She wanted an organized religion. She mm-hmm. wanted to raise a family in an organized way, you know, with an organized faith. And so my dad kind of like me resentful, like was forced to go to church all the time, could care less, but with my mom, like obviously would would do it for my mom and whatever. Anyway, so since then, you know, since, you know, we're all adults, all her children are adults now. My mom actually a couple years ago stopped jiving with the Catholic church. She's like, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't like how they force you. I don't like how they make you seem like a bad Catholic. If you don't go to church every Sunday, they, she's like, I don't like, how can you, how can you shame me for, having a life outside, it doesn't mean I'm any less Catholic. doesn't mean I believe in God any less. And so she really started to question her own faith and has since stopped going to church and, you know, has her own kind of, like I said, like she introduced me to this, this alternative spiritual world. Her and I went to Gabby Bernstein together a couple of years ago. She like loves that stuff. She does. She's a very like spiritual person. And I think that's maybe something like she's always been on her own journey and for a while she thought it was Catholicism and now I think she's like yeah I I like this like you know ability to choose who who I who I believe in and and what I believe in and and that's kind of like the vibe she's in now so we totally agree and if anything she's like I'm so inspired by you like my mom gets inspired by you know what I share and, and like you know how I'm I'm taking this spiritual approach to my business because um I think it's like reigniting her 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 faith and her passion in a, in a different way yeah I love that and like obviously like we're all humans and we all evolve and we all grow so yeah. giving like the fact that she's giving herself permission to try something to resonate with it and then like take a step back and reevaluate like I love 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 yeah. <laughs> So I want to know, um, obviously, like manifestation is a big part of your journey. What is like the most epic manifestation story you have to share with me? Oh, my God. <laughs> I should have like thought about this before because you did send me questions and I just so was like, I'll do it off the cuff. Um, <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, I took um, What is my favorite manifestation story? I mean, I feel like there's so many, like literally, I feel like I manifest 
all the freaking time. Um, I would say like one of the first big ones was a trip to Bali a few years ago. My very first trip to Bali, I manifested that. I remember putting on my vision board in January and by November, I had this opportunity to go to Southeast Asia um, and specifically Bali that kind of came out of nowhere. And I remember I put on my vision board, like the Bali swing, and I made the vision board with my best friend or we were making them at the same time. And um, she ended up coming to Bali with me and she's like, Rach, like you manifested this trip. And I didn't even realize it in the moment because you know, like manifestation, you put it out there, you watch from it, you forget about it. And I was like, holy shit, I did. And when I realized, I'm like, wow, I literally manifested this trip to Bali. Like I otherwise would not have been here as this random opportunity, which interestingly, the opportunity fell through. Um, we were invited to go on this retreat and the retreat ended up getting canceled, but we had already booked our flights and tickets to Bali. And we were like, well, now we're just going to spend a month here and we're going to like, whatever. So it was a manifestation because otherwise I wouldn't have probably gone. Not at that time anyway. So that, I mean, I've manifested clients, I've manifested money, I've manifested my, my partner currently, I for sure manifested him, um, my car, my dream car, dream SUV, um, honestly, the list could go on and on, and these are just in the last year, the, the, the last ones I mentioned, and those are, yeah, I feel like I'm always manifesting, and we're all always manifesting, whether we're consciously aware of it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so to like call out like the big ones, you know, of course those are like the big, most memorable ones. But there's also like little micro manifestations happening all the time. You know, I, I thought think about like what was it yesterday? There was like something that I'm like, oh my god, I kind of like manifested that, like. I can't think of it off the top of my head, but it was honestly so insignificant. And I'm like, that's such a weird manifestation. But like, I literally thought it in my head and then it happened. Um, I forget now off the top of my head, but yeah, I want, I want it to be known that like, I share some like big juicy, like, oh my God, manifestations, but like, we're all always manifesting on a regular daily basis. And there are miracles literally everywhere. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I actually think manifestation, like we're talking earlier that luxury is a mindset, but I also think that being great manifestors is a mindset as well. And Mm -hmm. seeing it like in the little things like, yeah, it can be like, I got a free coffee this morning, or actually I'm not good with like micro manifestations. (laughs) I'm great at the big stuff, like the small stuff. I'm still waiting for that free coffee. I've been waiting for a year. (laughs) Let me send you a Starbucks gift card. There you go. It's coming. <laughs> Check is in the mail. Um, yeah, so yeah. Do you always, no, I, I, I don't use the word always, but like, do you still use vision boarding as one of your process? Um, actually, do you want me to share what my manifestation was that I remember that was so small, but like kind of cool is I literally thought to myself, cause I'm here on a solo trip and I was like, I wish like, I had friends that were coming so I could have like, you know, I'm having my solo week and then I can have like a week with like more social time. Literally I got a voice note yesterday from a girlfriend of mine in Toronto. She's like, Oh my God, I just like booked a flight. I'm going to be there on Saturday coming with another friend. And I was like, I literally manifested friends coming like people that I can hang out with. I'm like, I love that for me. Anyways, it's like 
something that I was like, oh, it'd be so nice to have this, like put it out there and boom, came. Um, do mm-hmm. I use vision boards? Like, yes. However, vision boarding to me isn't like my go-to. It's not my go-to. My, my, based on like for human design, I'm a non-specific manifester. For me, having a vision board is like cool and fun and cute. I like having pretty things on a vision board. It's the backdrop of my phone, but like what works better for me is embodiment, like the feels, feeling the feels. So for me, like physically changing my environment, being here in Tulum, my manifestation ability, my manifestation powers are like on fleek. I know that because I'm just feeling the feels. I'm able to just embody that other frequency, which helps me to attract. Mm-hmm. When I'm stuck in Toronto in another lockdown, for me, that was like dimming me. That was making me feel very dull. So I did, you know, a few things. I did a staycation at a like vibey hotel. I had a like week away at a cottage. Like I've been doing things that have been like priming, you know, my energy and, and, you know, getting me into that, like embodiment to embody that, that vibration. But honestly, like for vision boards aren't like, I can't just like make a vision board and everything comes to fruition. It it will to a degree, but it's not as like clear cut as that. For me, it's more, the more I embody, the more I feel the feels, the easier things come to me. I love that. Like, I'm actually super inspired just by you saying that because I know that like you and I talk a lot about embodiment um, and on our one-on-ones and like how you are one of those who are helping me to like really step out of like my shell and really embody like everything that I have like living inside of me. And so I'm feeling super inspired by you saying that. (laughs) I'm like, okay, let's take it to the next level again. (laughs) Totally. I mean, it is always just like climbing the next level, the next level, but yeah. So embodiment, that's like, that's my secret sauce. And truthfully, sometimes it is hard to embody it. You know, it is like, it is like a, a practice of like, okay, feeling the feels. Cause sometimes you just don't feel the feels you're not in it. So for me, environment is massive and that makes a significant significant change in my in my vibration and my ability to manifest yeah absolutely I love that so okay babe well where can people like I know people are just going to be obsessed with you as much as (laughs) I am (laughs) let them know where they can like stalk you now um so the best place for sure instagram at freedom rage is my handle with two h's and I also have a podcast. It's called That Freedom Life Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, all those, all those hotspots. Um, I feel like that's it. I mean, my, my uh, website, freedomschool.co, but again, you could find that through my, through my Instagram, but that's, yeah, where I'm hanging out most, most often these days. Yeah. And like, guys, make sure to like, follow her because like your content is always so up leveling so inspiring like like I'm, I'm so happy that you mentioned the podcast because I recommend your podcast to like everyone I know like honestly most probably like once a week twice a week I will talk about one of your episodes to, with someone to someone and like I I love it so guys make sure to like 
give her a good listen. Um, and yeah, I'm going to link everything in the show notes, obviously. So you guys can like find her and babe, anything else you want to like say before we, I let you go to the playa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I just like, I love this conversation. You have such amazing questions. I'm so proud of you for launching the podcast. Yeah. You guys, this is like such a treat to the world. Cause I know that this is something you've wanted to launch for some time. So it's amazing. It's all coming to life and to fruition. And yeah, I'm so honored that you asked me to be a part of it. I'm so, so more than happy to, to support you. Oh, thank you. Sending you so much love. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you could go ahead and leave a five-star rating and review, I would be so thankful as it helps to get the podcast to more listeners. Don't forget to hit subscribe. And until then, pour yourself a glass of your finest champagne. It's time to start living your luck life.